Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. To episode 73 of Press Any Key. We're getting up there. We are. Kind of like an old dog. (laughs) (laughs) Getting up there. We're a 10-year-old dog at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Just wants to be put down. (laughs) He's got dysplasia in his hips. Now we're getting dark, buddy. (laughs) Starting off the episode right. So everyone, Nick is back from Vietnam. I'm here. He's back at his stint in the VA hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Turns uh, out when you lose a limb, you can catch staff really easily. Yeah, my physical therapy is not going too great. (laughs) Is your mental therapy. (laughs) Even worse. (laughs) Turns out if you drop a book, Nick starts screaming. Anyway. Oh, man. What a way to start, huh? (laughs) Dead dogs in Vietnam. Are you going to do the whole reason we have the camera resolving over here so you could say like like and subscribe if you like what you're seeing. Follow yeah, yeah, us there on you every go. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> I'm your host. With me is uh, always my co-host, Mike Burke, Nick McFly. And Cousin Kevin. Cousin Kevin. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, if, you, uh, if you're enjoying the show at all or not, leave us a comment, share, like. Uh, if you're listening to this on any of the major podcast apps, go ahead and leave us a review, even if it's a negative one, because that shit still helps the algorithm. <laughs> it does. Even if you don't like us, help us out. Help us out. <laughs> it's true. Don't like. <laughs> don't like. I hate it. One star. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, anyway. Um, we got some shit to talk about this week. Oh, We got Good. some stuff going on. We do. We do. So first up, some Star Wars news. Everybody's favorite. Okay. We're all excited. Because there's no one who hates Star Wars more <laughs> Star, than Star Wars, Wars news fans. Is never bad. <laughs> Star Wars news has never been bad ever, right, Nick? Only a Sith deals in such absolutes. <laughs> okay, but the irony behind <laughs> yeah, that line. I was about to say, however. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this article came up from the Direct, I believe it is called. Mm-hmm. Says that they have an inside scoop, an exclusive, pretty much, on what Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2's new title is. They are working on a sequel to Fallen Order because, believe it or not, they actually made a good EA made a good Star Wars game, even though they just basically copied Dark Souls. But either way, look, it doesn't matter. It's good. (laughs) We're gonna take what we can get. Uh, you've played some of it. Yeah, I played about half of it. How far are you? Uh, I'm about four hours in at this point. Okay. I I I played it when it came out and. I loved it. I think it's a great game. Um, the only thing I didn't like was that it was kind of short and that I didn't hmm. feel like there was too much replayability. But, I mean, we're going to go back and we're going to replay it because we want to have a reference for when this comes out. I kind of, yeah. How Do you remember how long it took you to beat it? Oh, God, I don't know. Um, One of the things here says it's like 15 to 20 hours, which, you know, whatever. Some people are like, my initial playthrough is that. Are you pulling up Steam? No, <laughs> checking out uh, your in game time. I, don't, I mean, I could, but I know. I kind of, uh, I kind of agree. I did, like from what I've played. I'm gonna go back and finish it, obviously. But I really about did. 17 hours. Okay, yeah. So 15 to 20. Yeah, <laughs> right in the dead <laughs> yeah, right in the middle. I kind of got that impression. I was like, when I beat this, it's like I. Well, that's the thing. Like you can kind of do like slightly different builds, right? However, you want to build out your skill tree. But do I have Steam on my? Do you? I know I have Steam on my phone. So let me just check real quick. But keep going. Yeah, I mean, it's not like those other kind of games where it's like, I'm going to be, you know, a mage, or I'm going to do, you know, big weapons or small weapons or daggers. It's just like kind of like you, you're playing and you have a little bit of different skills as you level up and that's yeah. it. Yeah, it's more focused on like, it's it's like Dark Souls in the sense of like where the meditation areas are like the bonfires and um, 
you know, you kind of go through like a labyrinth of enemies type right. of thing. Other than that, it kind of just stops there because it's really not about builds and how you want to play the game. It's about being a Jedi. It's about the story. Like the story is much yeah. more important than a Dark Souls story. Yeah. And for people who have played it, uh, just so you know, I did not like the ending. But these guys don't know the ending yet, so I don't want to ruin it for don't them. Don't tell me. Don't spoil it. But anyway, <laughs> well, I'm changing it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, so the rumored title for Jedi Fallen Order 2 is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. um, which confirms that um, they're going to be hunting him, Cal Kestis down. More so. More than before. Yeah. Except... Here's my problem with where they're taking this. There is no pro- plot resolution that is going to be satisfying because unfortunately Star Wars loves to write themselves in 30 years of canon and that's it. <laughs> and for whatever reason, like you watch the end of this game when I thought it was <laughs> hype music for it. <laughs> that was that was my bad. I apologize. So <laughs> The end of this, the end of the last game, I didn't like because they literally couldn't do what they set out to do because of the lore of Star Wars. Like you can't just oh, go back. Limited. Oh yeah. Whereas in this one, if it's gonna go the way I think it's gonna go, there's no fucking way that like uh, that it ends well for any of the characters. Like it can't. Right. Because because everybody dies. Yeah, because <laughs> the Empire is still around. Right. Yeah. So okay. and it's very early on in the Empire's you mean, reign. You mean like Rogue One? It's just like. Hope you like these characters for this two-hour period. <laughs> <laughs> They're all gonna blow up, kind of, but no. Not so, I, I, I did like Rogue One. I had a fun time. I have, a, I have a few big gripes with it, but I mean, overall, it's one of the better Disney Star Wars movies. I just don't like how they said it was gonna be the Saving Private Ryan of Star Wars movies. Did, and I was who, like, did they say that? Yes, they did. Woof. And I um, mean, out of all the Star Wars movies, it was. <laughs> You just see some stormtroopers yeah, like a, holding their guts. That's what I'm saying. That's a pretty brash representation of like, like that is the most accurate accurate representation of World War II. This might be the most accurate representation of a Star Wars battle. We don't know. Yeah, but either way, say, uh, Saving Private Ryan. That movie was not. So, um, here's like what I guess like. This is like kind of what their scoop was. The basic premise of the first Fallen Order, yada, 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 the holocron at the first end of the game. Uh, oh, wait, this will spoil the shit out of everything yeah, for you guys. Yeah, how about guys. we don't? So, how about we don't do <laughs> Maybe we don't do that. Either way, though, this is what the supposed title is. I don't, cool. Hope it's a good game, though. This is this is so weird. The dude asked people to guess the new title on Twitch, and then one user, Colonel Sanders 21, guessed the title Survivor, and then he went on and confirmed it. Mm-hmm. Like... What? <laughs> I guess that's how we're doing things now. <laughs> Just like, hey, let's put up a poll on Twitch. What do you guys think this the should be thing, named? The other thing is, too, that um, they might... Uh, Didn't they do that for Star uh, for uh, No Way Home? What? They put out a bunch of like possible names and had people guess which was the real one. I don't know. I don't know about that. I think they did that. Well, I will say this: they did change. So they like they have changed the name. Disney's changed the name of movies and games like, like yeah. while in production because Zoe Saldana said that while she was um, when she was doing the press tour for Infinity War, she said, "Yeah, we're actually about to go finish up scenes for Gauntlet because originally Avengers Endgame was supposed to be Avengers Infinity Gauntlet." Right. However, they thought that's a stupid title and they changed it to Endgame. I kind of just I, sure. I like Gauntlet on its own. That would be pretty cool. It's got a double meaning. 
Gauntlet. I just think of the old like um, cabinet arcade game Gauntlet. We played it uh, at one of. Did we play it at the, the thing know. for your birthday? There was one of them. We played Simpsons. That's we played for Simpsons. Sure. We beat Simpsons. We played Rock Band, <laughs> and that was a debacle. <laughs> Play rock band <laughs> while there's blaring music yeah, overhead. Fucking assholes. I, I get the headphones or something. I can't hear Don't Fear the Reaper over all this trap music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like that. I like that place. I no, like River cool. City Gaming, cool. but, but the thing is just like those guys don't have, have rock so band. many like illegal setups. And oh, yeah. Those, well, quote unquote. I, don't, I mean, I don't think you have to be like a registered arcade and be like. No, but like there's. There is licensing involved, and like, well, yeah, Nintendo is definitely not going to be a fan of all that emulation. I don't think Nintendo's going after like you know the small mom and pop, <laughs> mom gaming. and pop, raw way. <laughs> While you guys ever met a Nintendo music. lawyer? I have. Yeah, that's why well, I haven't, but I know. But very litigious, litigious right. lawyer Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play that game. That's the game that I, I want to play. Been separating families through the litigation system for years. It's just a bunch of Goombas doing like paralegal work, <laughs> like stressed. All right, let's talk this game out. How we how are we developing Lawyer Mario? Uh, okay, okay, so first of all, he's a divorce lawyer because oh. that is the most satisfying. Yeah, and this is this is. is like a dark grizzled kind of like he's been he's jaded by the he's legal jaded. System. He, um, he and Peach are now divorced. Yeah, of course. Yes, of course, of course. And he won it all because he's the lawyer. You know, oh, he knows is Bowser all. a politician. He had a lawyer. Oh, I like that. He's a judge. He's a oh, oh judge Bowser. Yeah, I want Birdo to be the judge because I don't want her to bailiff. Speak. Bailiff Birdo. <laughs> she just shoots <laughs> eggs at people. Yep. Oh, yeah, and it, it works. I mean, the jury is just all a bunch of like Koopas and little Goombas, and I like that. There. I like that. What's Luigi doing? Luigi's dead in this universe. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Part of Mario's jaded, uh, and oh, was he killed by Daisy? No, nah, that's dude. why he's the divorce lawyer. Wario it ran away with Peach. No, Wario's a crime lord. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. What's Waluigi doing then? Um, god, he's a janitor at the courthouse. <laughs> yeah, not bad. In, not bad. in every universe, he's still just put down. <laughs> I, I definitely want I want like Donkey Kong to be the defense attorney and it's like they cut to him and he's just like, how did they, like why arrest point? my case? How <laughs> remember really how funny. remember how he used to sound and then when they changed like his like okay yeah that's, okay that's what he used <laughs> to sound like but what did he sound like now like what is it <laughs> no that's Scooby Doo yeah Scooby Doo hold on hold on hold on I need to find They're similar donkey kong the I, way he on oh, i don't I, rem, I don't remember i haven't played I, had, I didn't play tropical freeze i haven't played a donkey kong game literally i haven't heard him talk since like super smash and where he's just like you know he do his taunt and he's like oh donkey kong <laughs> how does modern donkey kong sound.com yeah, you guys there's a channel on youtube that does like the evolution of all those characters voices really yeah it's really interesting i think i have it it's gonna be a fucking ad first. I oh, bet. is it by Adam's own top marks? Yep. Yeah, it's Super Mario Evolution of Donkey Kong's voice, 1981 to present. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on. I definitely recommend those videos. The folks at Mini Mario. No, nope, what is no. what is happening? Where's that? You're old ass Donkey Kong, right? No, that's Smash, right? You should have some. Here we go. There's no battle cry or anything. What is this? 
Why is it the one time I need to hear Donkey Kong's voice? I can't get it. Oh, I forgot Seth Rogen is playing Donkey Kong. In yeah. The, uh... <laughs> like that's... All right. Either way, though, he sounds like a fucking asshole is my oh, point. I, all right. I found, I found the audio. Oh, there's, oh, there's an ad. Of course there is. Fucking, and it's one of those Ebony games that Danny wrote about. <laughs> have you have... They're coming for us. I gotta find. Um, Here it is. This is how Donkey Kong sounds now. <laughs> I know exactly what this. Yeah, is. yeah. Our boy. So when he says that in court, you know, the, the, the Judge Wario is, uh, or who's the judge? Bowser. Judge Bowser. Bowser. Okay. 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 Oh. oh. Anyway. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah, whatever. If you want to see this game made, let us know. Yeah. Because we'll, we'll put it together. We'll get a GoFundMe going. All right. Newgrounds still has spots open. <laughs> I, I will find an old version of Adobe Flash and I will make this thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, so moving on from that debacle. <laughs> what, what was the original topic? Uh, Shut up. Something with Star Wars. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So we watched the first half of this uh, while, while, um, while Luigi. Before we started the show. And uh, this is like the... Uh, this is the gameplay demo for Batman, or not Batman, I guess it's just Gotham Knights because Batman's not in the game. Yeah, well, yeah, where are you going to be? He's going to be in he's the gonna game. He's going to be in the game. It's There's in no the Batman verse. There's no way he's dead. Um, well, that's the story is that apparently he's dead. From and the last Arkham game. No, right? no this, this is, is a separate. Different continuity. Yeah, which awesome. Great idea. That's sure. what everybody wanted. Like, even right? though it's like the, they probably just ripped a bunch of assets from Arkham. It doesn't look like it because it does look different than the last Arkham game. They took so, some stuff. Okay. So I it, know it's a different studio. <laughs> it doesn't mean, hey, can we get a flash drive with some of that shit? Do you mind? So um, I'll just go ahead and I'll start playing it from where we left off. Uh oh. Cracking his neck story mission. Cracking his neck. And like, uh, so I guess this is how they're showing you the map. And now the other question you asked before is that like about the combat and gameplay. The reason the gameplay looks so jank. Oh, by the way, this is one of those games. Oh, there's crafting and. Yeah, but no, but it's not live service and there's no microtransactions. Yeah. So you just Until you pre-order the game and then you get the game of the year edition. I wanted and to then... show you that stuff too. Oh yeah, that stuff looks hilarious. <laughs> So, um, so you just get different suits. A and then lot you, of people. Damn, he looks big. A lot of. Wait till you see his fucking character model, dude. It's absolutely insane. Um, Use the workbench. Get him bigger. So, yeah, this this is Dick Grayson right now. But so one of the things that a lot of people don't like is that they got rid of the rhythm based free flow combat from the Arkham games, which was absolutely perfect. And we always talk about how good that combat system is. Like, hold on, I'll get back to that. That's what Dick Grayson looks like. And he looks like Dick Grayson, fair enough. You that, know? That cowl looks like... Look at Jason Todd, oh my though. God. What a fucking tank. Look at this. You could visit him. Look at this. I could what? He went to your... I could what? Duh, where's the bat? <laughs> <laughs> like, wait till he turns around and see his face in the light. Like... 
dude, why did they make him a hulking monster? He was supposed dude, to be a some former Robin. They needed yeah, different no. character models. That's why. <laughs> he's on HGH. <laughs> like, what happened? His heart is the size of his head. That's why he's so big. But yeah, when you were showing the like combat system before, it looked like very slow, very unfluid, kind, kind of just of like clunky, also, kind of clunky, just so, beating people up. There's a there's been a couple complaints going around about how like he's basically got the Fortnite glider and like oh I didn't uh, even realize that. <laughs> and how you guys saw how Red Hood gets around the city where he's basically jumping on magical pads. That where was, we dropping boys? So weird. Here's my deal. I get that they had to give them a way to transport them around the city. But what happened to grappling hooks and capes? Like, that's what the Bat family is, like, good at. Or what if you just had one character that didn't go on rooftops? Like, he had to travel on Yeah, land. that's true, too. <laughs> Take a subway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I get it that if you want to, like, differentiate. <laughs> I, got, I got my huffy out front. <laughs> <laughs> I get if you're trying to, like, differentiate it, and it's like you don't want to just do, like, hey, this is what we took from, like, the Batman games. Hey, we don't want to do Arkham again, yeah. You want to, like, and you want to make the characters feel unique as opposed to, like, a reskinned Batman, basically. Yeah. Um, but still. That's what we want. I mean, you're not wrong. So... They did bring stealth back. It doesn't look like they're bringing back Detective Vision, though. I was going to say, it doesn't seem like anything with that. So, I mean, whatever. It's cool. Uh, Detective Vision was criticized because it took away all the colors of the game. And, like, you know, some people complained that it made it too easy. But whatever. I liked it. Um, <laughs> but that's, fuck that's what really matters. Yeah. Kid if Pat, Pat liked, liked it. it. Um, I do like how they bring some of the detective elements back, though. Like how you're analyzing blood and trails and stuff like that. And then, like... You have to follow that trail to where, like, there's hidden mechanisms, as it seems. Oh, and that, you got to follow like, that the looks power like detective line. Vision I was going to gonna say it's detective vision without, like, without the blue. The people. Yeah. <laughs> without the blue everywhere. So the combat still looks fun, though. And I feel like it looks so jank because they're always trying to showcase the specials. And, like, the thing about specials is that you have to wait for the opportunity to use them. That's what makes them special. Right. And this time, they're just holding goons in place until they get the opportunity to use it and show off, like, the cool finishers just, and like, stuff. just, like, forcing a special. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that's what kind of takes away from what makes it awesome in this sense. Also, there's, like, the camera's a bit weird. Like, when you see they were fighting, like, it was really zoomed out. Like I'm this, honestly I'm happy about that. You like that they that? pull out so you can see what's going on. That's no different from the Arkham games though. Like when That's you were just big, like it's to that extent though. Oh yeah. yeah. Like when you're fighting 12, 15 guys, it pulls out for sure. Like this is fine when right you're here, fighting 15 guys, you gotta pull, you gotta you gotta pull, pull out. out. <laughs> I was waiting for it. So it's gonna be like people are saying it's a lot more like an RPG, like with all of the elements of like upgrades and crap, like all of that kind of additional thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's also transmogging too, which I really like. Transmogging. You said a word that I don't know. Transmogs is basically like you get to keep the stats of the gear but change the way it looks to wherever you want. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. So, That's the only reason I care about the way a character looks. Yeah, exactly. I like, uh, as opposed to cyberpunk where like your character looks like they're, they don't know how to dress because you're wearing the most powerful gear yeah, you it's, have. Yeah, it's the classic and like, none of look it goes good together. or perform well. Yeah. Like. Or um, if you're wearing like a diaper and a big pot on your head, let me solo her. A <laughs> die die. A die die. A die die. For anybody wondering how this fight looks with Red Hood, check this. That's what I was wondering. Check yeah, that's really out. all I could think about. Also, the fact that he they 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 say that he has non-lethal guns. Yeah, and that's kind of the thing. Is like I'm uh I'm part of the Bat family, so I can't kill anybody. He's 
destroying these people. I like that slide move. That was cool. Bloodhound step. Bloodhound step. <laughs> I'm trying to find the... Uh... Is that Captain America? Yeah. <laughs> he's, got, he's got his shield looking like that. Cap, is that you? No, it's Black Panther. Oh, my bad. It's Black Owl. Oh, are there, so there are parries like this? Or what's the... Uh, do you know what that like yeah, red focus is around that. there? Uh, that might be unblockable attacks. Oh, okay. Or unparryable. Yeah. And I saw like there's a thing where it's like you can turn on enemy health oh. meters, you can turn it off. So there's a lot of like versatility as to what a... you want your interface to look like. Yeah. Which this is a really like sparse interface right now. There is like nothing going on on the screen. Yeah, which is after playing Elden Ring, it's the way I like it. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not complaining. I think it's just really interesting. It. This guy's going. Oh yeah, he's going for it. It does look like a cool game, though. Don't get me wrong. Like It does look cool. I just feel like this was definitely showcased on a last-gen build, and that's why it looks like crap. And I feel like they tried to focus too much on showcasing the specials of the combat as opposed to just showing us how wild the combat can get. You know what I mean? Which is weird because the, like, the specials in the combat here are really janky. Oh, he blew up. Like, yeah, he was trying to showcase that you can throw a grenade on that motherfucker and then shoot him. Right. I don't know. It's uh, It'll be interesting. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Comes out in October, right? Yeah. Turns out I'll actually be back from vacation that day. Ooh. So I can get Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> now Mike and I can't play it by ourselves. <laughs> we can't beat um, it in one day <laughs> by ourselves without Pat. So that's pretty much... That was the gameplay. Now let me I, just show you guys. I feel like that game sucked all the energy out of us. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take a quick ten minute break. We'll be back now. So like, here's what they're here's what comes in the deluxe edition. And like, look at this. These are the Batman Beyond style suits. Cool. And everyone's like, "What the fuck is this? That, that looks like the Terminator from the I was newest." About to say that what? is a straight but up Terminator. At, face. Why do they have lips though? You know what I mean? Like, how does this armor work that it goes up to their lips? You know what I mean? Latex. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Redhead looks okay. Nightwing looks okay. You call him Redhead? <laughs> yeah, Redhead. Firecrotch. My, my boy, Redhead. <laughs> Firecrotch looks okay. <laughs> uh, but, um, Batgirl and Robin, they look rough. Uh, and then, like, you get these transmogs, which are the classic suits. Right. And everyone was like, well, why the fuck didn't you just start with those? Yeah, yeah I don't like, know why they wouldn't be, like, your number exclusive one. Exclusive color waves, so you can color the, these these costumes, different styles and stuff. Get out of here. So it, one, once again, it's <laughs> one of those things enough. where Not I'm like, that. I'm like, why didn't you just do this all from the start? And there wouldn't have been an issue, you know? Who cares? <laughs> like, it's, I like that, that kind of stuff for like, like pre-ordering games and shit where you like, it's just like, you can change the color of your suit. It, I'm like, Ugh. it feels good to like have the pre-order, um, the pre-order deluxe stuff dangled in front of you again, as opposed to like, there is no pre-order exclusives and it's all tr like microtransactions, you know? Yeah. I feel like I'm in 2012 again. That's a good point. Ooh. That's a good point. You know, it's the theme of the episode. Throwing it back. Like my back. Chuck it back. Anyway. Chuck yeah. it back and pull out. That's what come out of the There Knights. is more. We do have more Batman news, though. Batman. I haven't listened to Batman Unburied yet. I don't know anything about it. However, uh, Winston Duke. Winston Duke. Plays Batman in this uh, Batman podcast. Now... I'm reading this article from the New York Post. So there's probably a lot of bullshit and hyperbole in here. However, apparently 
the Joe Rogan Experience, which is literally the number one podcast in the world with, I think, like in between 15 to 20 million users. Downloads. Or downloads whatever. per episode. Um, is Was knocked off at, quote, knocked off its perch as a streaming service most listened to show by the Batman theme podcast, Batman Unburied. This, but here's the thing. It's the top podcast in... Top Spotify podcast. Yes. Top Spotify podcast in US, Australia, Brazil, France, the UK, Germany, Italy, Mexico, and India. Is is that their biggest <laughs> markets? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I so feel if, like if you're talking this to, is something you would know. Yeah, if you're talking about, like, from a music residual perspective, those are the places you're going to get the most money from. Uh-huh. Um, US, Australia. Brazil's weird, <laughs> but bless you. Thank you. US, Australia, most of the UK, um, and, like... Bits of like, I'm going to say Western Europe is where you're going to make all your money from. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like India and Brazil are random there. But <laughs> the fuck are you guys doing on this list? I don't know. But um, it's uh, got to pump up those numbers. <laughs> pump up those numbers. They're rookie numbers. So the podcast, which is said to be the brainchild of the Dark Knight. He didn't write the Dark Knight. Uh, he wrote <laughs> Batman Begins. I was about Pat's to say, I personal didn't... issue with that. I was going to uh, say his name. David S. Goyer tells the story of Bruce Wayne, played by Winston Duke, um, a forensic pathologist who has no memory of being the Cape Crusader at all. Ooh. Ooh, interesting. Um, ooh. Did you say, oh, he did write did you Dark Knight Trilogy. Or well, were you being sarcastic? You said, ooh, interesting. I yeah, no. Oh, that is an interesting take. I didn't know that. I didn't realize. So it's like, a, like it's a narrative podcast? Yes, I would that's, assume that. That's cool because that's what I'm interested. In. I want some old school radio. I was play about to say, stuff. yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> weekly radio here. Yeah. Batman takes on the Joker. That's what I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything else. Oh you, my you were god, doing great, the Joker Mike, sucked him right in the nuts. <laughs> He's fighting those fifteen men and he didn't pull out. <laughs> Nick smashes a trash can lid over there. <laughs> Biff, pal, <laughs> the whack. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, um, are, you, know, are you planning on listening to it or? I need time to time? listen to this. Like, this isn't one of those. There's podcasts that I can throw on and like while I'm working and I can, you know, I normally get like, let's say 80, 85 percent of it. But that like 20 to 15 percent is me like having to actually pay attention to something mm-hmm. that I'm doing. Right. Whereas I feel like this is something that I have to be engaged with. You know what I mean? Like I have to be paying attention to sure. what's going on. Because you don't want it like as an in a narrative based form. I mean, for God's sake, I can barely pay attention while I read the fucking comic books, like, <laughs> and that has pictures and everything for me. <laughs> Look, it's much more visual than me just sitting there staring into space listening to a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anything else on this subject though. Batman unburied. That's the unburied. Name of it. Who's the who's producing it? Uh, it Who's it, the studio that's David producing S. It? Pumpkins? You said yeah, you, you bet. David S. Goyer. He wrote it. However, I I think this is just from DC Comics. Yeah, but yeah, it's like an officially what, yeah, yeah, officially licensed. It, yeah. Oh, I have no fucking idea. Um, summary for it is a psychological thriller that takes the listeners on, quote, a new journey deep into the mind of Bruce Wayne, um, who is, quote, working in the bowels of Gotham Hospital and tasked with examining the victims of the latest serial killer, the Harvester. Oh, the Harvester targets the Wayne fam, tar- targets Wayne himself. Prompting his parents, who are alive, what? to encourage him to go to therapy. In the Batman films, Thomas and Martha Wayne are brutally shot in front of Bruce, who is a young boy at the time. Brutally? Gotham police, who can't 
rely on Batman, instead call upon the city's second most, the second smartest detective, the Riddler, who is voiced by Hassan Mihaj. Oh, Hassan Minaj? Minaj? No, Ooh. no, no. That'll be interesting. Uh, Harry um, Potter actor Jason Jason Isaacs plays Alfred, the Wayne Butler, and Gina Rodriguez portrays Barbara Gordon, the Gotham's chief of police. Oh, Hassan's the comedian. Yeah. Um, Hassan. Hassan. <laughs> right. uh, uh, Jason, a, Jason Isaac is uh, Lucius Malfoy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a Spotify original, actually. That's cool. The fact that it's got these this level of uh, actors in it has me intrigued. Yeah, it's not like just some guys in a room. Yeah, when you cameras. said like, when we said originally it was Winston <laughs> Duke, us. Us. I figured it was just going to be like Winston Duke and names that I didn't know, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that, but like they really uh, pull out all the stops. For yeah, you can say there's something wrong with it. There's a stigma to it for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, it's a ten episode series. By I the just way. I just don't know a lot of voice actors. Yeah. Is all you could say it. What do you want me to say? Go ahead, Nick. Say it. <laughs> you can say it, dude. <laughs> you know, I hate all of them. I hate all of them. Yeah. I, I really don't like that. <laughs> well, so either way, though, I'm definitely going to check this out when I have time to listen to it. But, man, that's wild to dethrone Rogan's podcast that quickly. Yeah, we is really cool. we didn't touch on that, but, yeah. That's, well, I mean, like, it, it's also it's fine. It's no Batman. One, yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Batman is a winning formula, you know, as long as you don't fuck it up royally. As long as Ben Affleck's not in, in it. Yeah. Don't start. <laughs> you better watch yourself. Don't start. I you guys speaking of Ben Affleck's To Batman, be fair, I don't I don't blame Ben. I blame uh Zach. Oh, there's it's yeah. Zach's fault. They are they're short episodes. They're only about you know, thirty to forty minutes You've for the got four How many episodes are four have came out so far and there are ten in total. I have what? You have the time to watch listen to this. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It looks cool, or it sounds cool. It'll be cool if they just made a fucking Batman show. No. Or isn't there? They're doing one, one, right? Not with Batman. Not with though. Batman in it, though. I'm sure they'll reference him. Same oh, you're cri- talking same about the Batman? No, just a Batman right, isn't show. Isn't there a new, they're doing a new show that's like uh, in the same universe as animated? Yeah, but he won't, Robert Pattinson's Batman will not be in that show. So you do want the Batman? No, I want a Batman show. Just a fucking show that's live action with Batman. Yeah, on a live okay. action Batman. Yeah, I didn't specify a live action. I, like, want, I want more animated Batman. I mean, they're doing one. They're doing Batman Cape Crusader, which is written by Nick's out? favorite uh, 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 Mystery Box. Oh, J.J. Uh, Abrams. That's the one. <laughs> and, Mystery Box. And uh, Matt Reeves is also writing that show. There you go. Oh. I want Batman Babies, like Muppet Babies. but Batman oh. Babies? <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I thought you were saying you wanted Batman's babies. I was yeah. like, I mean, like, hey, man. I want some Damian Wayne. It's good to have, it, you know, ambition. Me too. All right. Speaking of ambition, uh, Moon Knight. Wait, wait. Can you imagine Batman babies? It's like a bunch. It's like Batman and all all his Gotham Knights. But Alfred is like a young man. He's like, the <laughs> he's gra- like in his he's 20s. Like, he's like granny and he's like taking care of all these babies. <laughs> That's what I want. I want that. Let's let's green light that show. He's so, got a bunch of young awards. So I typed in Batman babies. Batman babies <laughs> babies into Google and all I and got babies in Batman costumes was Batman Oh, here you go. The here Bart go. Harley Jarvis is in there. <laughs> this is what I'm looking for right there. Oh, hold on. <laughs> That's Pat's first son. <laughs> Damian Naparano. <laughs> Never, dude. I already know no. what the name of my first son's gonna be. Uh, Joseph Enright Naparano. No, never ever. I would never name my kid after any one of my friends. It's the last thing I want. 
Is it going to be Nico? No. I named him after a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Beast Napperano. <laughs> Mr. Beast Napperano. Oh, do you two Ninja Napperano? No, actually, really, if you guys want to know. Oh, I'm I know gonna, what it is. Blair White Napperano. Yes, Blair White Napperano. <laughs> and well, you found it out. Yeah. And she is going to grow up to Day. be a piece of shit. Anyway, but the real name I want to name it is It is Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> because I want a fucking Tony. Because Andy. I was I was supposed to be Anthony. And what's in the middle name is gonna be Harold. And <laughs> and my my grandmother so graciously expressed to my mother at the time, I don't want him to be Anthony. I don't want any guinea grandsons. Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, I don't want any guinea grandsons no with the last name Naparana. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. No Tonys. Hey, I, I would have made a great. Like, can call me Tony. Fucking Tony. Yeah, right? Wouldn't it be great? Anyway, <laughs> and especially like when Iron Man came out when I was in high school. Oh, you would have been all. I would have been that all. Shit. Yeah, would have been great. Would have been awesome. What would they have called you? You would have had. Well, like, hopefully my name. It would have. I would have preferred Tony from that point on. <laughs> <laughs> you would have had like the the Tony Stark facial hair instead of the Logan facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, I can't control puberty now. <laughs> Pat's, only, Pat's superpower is controlling puberty. <laughs> I was just talking to my, my one of my buddies about this yesterday. I have it stuck in my head like I'm still a teenager. Like, when's yeah. puberty going to end? But no, I am a 29-year-old man. Do you actually actively think when puberty is going to when end? When are my balls going to drop? Like, I've been like, is this it? Like, this is what I got? Like, this is the... Come on, this ben, is what you've got. When do I start feeling like a man? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> when you take your first life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. I'm trying to murder a motherfucker. Oh. Okay. <laughs> we got our energy back, folks. Uh, Speaking of murdering motherfuckers. Spe- yeah, dude. I, okay. You I'm like just going to say this. Andy Dufresne is an in- innocent man. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> He's, he's talking about murder. Okay, people. hold on. Wait, oh, wait, wait. See so you guys. What's the what's the hole in the wall bar in Asbury? Um, Which one? Bond one, Street. I think it's Bond Street. We went there one time to get drinks, and uh, it was after a show that you guys played at the brewery for Ella. I think her name is. Yeah. And so we're hanging out, and there's a DJ in bond street and Shawshank. no there's never going to be a dj okay then it street. wasn't that then it was it was another bar was it in a basement no was it um was baby's all right not baby's all right What's oh the, uh, brick Batman wall babies. it's brick wall brick it's wall, brick wall. Not, yeah the uh, one the one the one next to brick wall like the secret oh you're talking about uh little buddies little buddies that's it's the it, one yeah. that looks little like buddies. a tropical paradise yeah, little, yeah. little buddies okay, it's not there, a hole in the wall there is a dj in there mm-hmm. right and shawshank redemption was on the tv and it's literally the scene where his name's Patches, right? Where he hangs himself because yeah. he can't assimilate not, uh, back into. I think it's Patches. I don't think so. Uh, his name uh, was something was here. Yeah, Who is it? Uh, uh, yeah. I'll I'll find it out. Keep talking. Either, either way, he couldn't assimilate back into normal life. Brooks, Brooks, Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> Patches, Brooks. You know, <laughs> Patches O'Hoolahan, Brooks. <laughs> yeah. uh, he couldn't assimilate back into normal life. And for whatever reason, the DJ cut the music and was like, Shawshank, like that. And for whatever, like at that moment is when he kicks the chair out. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> and like you could see it, like at least half the room all looked at the TV <laughs> right where this guy hangs. All right, everyone, let's pour one out for Brooks. Yes. <laughs> That's like, have you seen the things where like they're using like drops and songs? They're using like old, yeah, like news, and it's like the president JFK was shot and killed today in Dallas, and it's like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> like I, I have a friend, my, an old coworker of mine, and he would spend his time just making remixes of songs exclusively with audio tapes of Richard Nixon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. That one's come up too a lot. Like president Richard Nixon has died. Yeah. <laughs> and it does the drop. <laughs> God, you love, love that shit. Exactly. Exactly. Brooks you know what here. they say? Camp is only as fun as you make it. <laughs> That's, like, they, do they say that? You don't watch Family Guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I do agree with that. Um, <laughs> man, I got a clip to show you later. Anyway, um, so, Moon Knight. What the fuck happened? I, I, I watched this show, and I said to myself, this should have been a movie. I get that Disney is trying to keep Disney Plus attractive Alive. to people by making these b-list marvel superheroes and giving them their own tv show but i honestly i finished moon Knight and i was like this should have been a movie because i would have gotten more out of it i agree with that from a pacing perspective uh i don't there's no fucking moon Knight in 80 percent of this that's the thing where it's like it, it, it's basically like they would have if they made uncharted but put moon Knight in it i think it would have been a better <laughs> like interesting <laughs> like I, I appreciate Oscar Isaac's performance. I liked the first episode, and then it just fell off the fucking rails. It gets to the last episode, and the last episode, I was finally enjoying myself. And then it automatically, and then there's something that happens at the end. I mean, we're going to spoil it, but just like generally right now, um, where I was like, what the fuck? Like, why did they cut out basically half of the end battle? Because for a character moment. Yeah. But it's also one of those things where it's like you did that only like once or twice before throughout this whole show. Like and it was annoying those times. You yeah. know what I mean? So what's the deal now? I mean, overall, I liked it. Like I thought it was one of it's not saying much, but I thought it was one of the better like, you know, Disney Marvel series that they put out. I do think that this one could be like if someone did like a recut and moved shit around it could have been a lot better because like when they're talking about when you're going into their past back and like, you know, you're reliving things and he's trying to kind of figuring out and unweaving it. That felt like it should have been like in the middle of it. that, like the whole like right. last couple episodes, you should have taken them, put him in the middle when he's in the mental hospital and everything. I don't understand the middle hospital bit at all. It, it was a I think it's weird. It kind of like is just there to be the metaphor for him having a split mind. Basically, he's dead and in his own head. Right. And yeah. And because he's you know, self crazy or whatever. It's like to put him in a mental hospital. It's a little bit on the nose. It's kind of random, but I think if they took all that shit and put it in the center, you would have had like a really good act too. And then you could have had like a really strong Epic ending. Battle. Of it. Yeah. Right? I totally agree. Totally like agree. The whole, the whole thing where, um, Amit is fighting and they're big in Egypt when they're fighting. Yeah. Amit's design was cool as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But when they're two monsters are fighting each other, like, I considered that. That's the first time I ever joined the crowd of like, 
this is something the Avengers would definitely be called for. Like, this was the first time I was ever like, okay, yeah, I would call the Avengers for that one. I'd be like, holy fuck, you are never going to believe this shit. Yeah, none of like, the Avengers were like, huh, what the fuck is going on with the stars right now? <laughs> or like two giant monsters battling outside of Cairo, you know, like that was one of those things where I was just like, yeah, that okay, that is kind of weird. But the other thing was just like the storytelling was so fucking poor to that point that I just didn't care. But I was finally excited because I finally got to see Moon Knight actually kick ass. Mm. And like, that's what I, that's what I wanted to see in a Moon Knight show. Like I said, no, everyone was like episode four is like, it's, it's got like these early two thousands mummy. No, it doesn't. It does because it's in Egypt. Yeah, like, <laughs> like what is that the only movie you've ever seen like that? A like, come on. Connection here. Um, then the other one was like episode five. Was like it's an examination of grief and loss, and it's like it's just his backstory. You're finally getting. That's all there is. To, well, like, I mean, I do think to me, what's cool is that it's an interesting backstory that we don't see from a lot of other characters. Where you could basically say a lot of the Marvel characters are a reskinning of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, like you say. Uh, uh, Doctor Strange is Magic, Magic Iron, Iron Man. Man. So this is something totally different and unique. And I think it's cool. This is one where I don't want to have no backstory. I think it's good to do the origin story. But it was really, we, like Mike said, it was weirdly placed in the structure of the show. And for the first three or four episodes, I had no clue what the objective was of what are the, why is anybody doing anything? What I are the stakes? Well, it's, not, it's like, not even what are the stakes. It's like we're introduced to Ethan Hawke and he's just like killing people by prejudging Ethan them. Ethan Hawke, what a wet fart. He just walks around with a cane the entire show and just. Not his also, fault. Also, like, what speaks was. In, speaks in tongues. Like, what was the point of him walking on glass in the very beginning of it? It's like a Tony Robbins thing. You know, it's mind over matter, Mike, okay? But tell me in the story. He's a charismatic leader, Mike. I guess so, but he crippled himself. Is that well, an no, excuse he that was, he has the cane for? He, he was an avatar for, for yeah, I know, Amit, right? In the very beginning, he smashes a glass, puts it in his sandals, and walks around. So he's constantly right. walking on glass, and that's why when they're in the mental hospital, his feet are bleeding. Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? Well, I think that him, his, he was like, why am I bleeding at the end with his feet was because his he no longer has mind over matter. Yeah, but again, like they made this the introduction. I'm not going to sit here and make excuses no, for Moon the Knight. The introduction just... <laughs> to his character had this, and it wasn't like he has to do this or there's like an atonement. It's not like anything that it, like you know he's not flagellating himself for any reason with Amit. Like, yeah, and it's and like here's the other thing too. It's just like like all right, we talk about this. We I feel like I say this so many times at this point. This is entertainment. You're supposed to entertain me. And, like, I get there's good storytelling, there's character development, there's you want to have those emotional beats, but in between that or during that or for the sake of that, you need to entertain me. And this show started out really entertaining with that awesome action sequence, you know. The first the episode was awesome. The first episode yeah. was great. And then I feel like, like, I think in episode three, Mark finally becomes Moon Knight, uh, or he... You know, Steven gives him the, you know, the ability to say, hey, just full moon night out and like save us from this. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a section where Mark could have killed Ethan Hawke. No problem. And it would have been over. But he just dilly dallies. 
Like he just they don't they don't do anything. They just they have this weird monologue. I was like, okay, this this doesn't happen because they need three more Which, episodes. It suffers from that? bad writing. Yeah, um, where they go to the grave site underneath like the glass pyramid and everything. Right. And then even then, um, that's that's where it lost me. They all stabbed the shit out of Moon Knight at one point. And I was like, okay, so Moon Knight's indestructible, right? Well, he which is fine. He has like the rapid healing from Conchu's yeah, armor. Yeah, but then it was just like, okay, so now there's no stakes in this. Like now, I don't care. Like, well, the the, the, sta- the stakes of which it is is that like Stephen can die because he can't access the suit essentially until he can access the suit. Yeah, and that's why that's like that's the whole conflict of like the first four episodes is kind of like. Oh shit! What's happening? And then it's like blackout, and then you know he's fine. I um, I was not a big fan of um, but like I said, I was not a big fan of the pacing. I'm I'm sick of them. I I want Moon Knight in my Moon Knight shows. Like Moon Knight should have had a kick ass action sequence, like at least once per episode. Like after they set everything up, I agree. I'm sorry. Like I think in your superhero shows, there should be some actual super like superheroing. That being said, there was one really cool part where he like jumped in the air or something, and the cape came out. Like yeah, like the actual scare. I was like, okay, that was a cool moment. Now uh, fill up the other 45 minutes with something <laughs> as cool. Um, what I I mean, what I did like, I guess, is that. I mean, Oscar Isaacs was Oscar unbel- Isaac's good. He was really good in this. I really loved his performances. I really loved the splits in the characters. They really felt different and not him just doing a voice. Yeah. Um, his body language changes. Yeah. Too. yeah. He was great in it as an actor. I did like, I also like that it's a darker kind of, you know, tenor for when we were looking at like, you know, way bloodier, way bloodier, way like, you know, more like language and swearing and stuff like that. But it's like when we were looking at, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier, and there were like kind of moments like this. It was like they were trying to dip their toe in. This show I felt was like, like you know, it's like interest. It, immediately they were like, here is with what when we're playing, and you're never worried about it. Like bringing up. <laughs> and to then it. we got multiverse of madness. <laughs> and then we got multiverse of madness. I still but, haven't seen it. Ooh, you gotta go. You gotta go. I know. You should go tonight. What? Is, what? Uh, do you what want other me to go th- see you, or do you want me to go see? You? Are, you, are you seeing me tonight? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not driving all the way out to Pennsylvania tonight. <laughs> <laughs> What I don't. Other, know, yeah, why what other is Disney? You got, Nick? Why is Disney so like hell bent on doing six episode seasons? It doesn't work. You need either, you need either do a fucking movie or do a twelve episode run. These six seasons, six episode seasons are not working. I thought eight would be the sweet spot. Eight is fine. <laughs> Ten it's, is fine. Twelve. Six is not good. It's super weird because like UK television and like English television has been doing like four to six episodes a season for years mm-hmm. like that's a lot of the format for some of their shows i don't know why it's spilling over and like i get it that it's kind of like a correction of like a 22 episode season that was that like back i don't want that back because there's a shit ton of filler Tw- 10 to 12 ep- 8 to 12 episodes like that's the spot for me 30 30 minutes yeah eight episodes 30 to 40 minutes eight to ten you know I'm going to say eight episodes. (laughs) But like, you know, and you look at Peacemaker and that's a show that's only 30 minutes per episode and it was eight episodes and I thought it was absolutely unreal how good that show was. Pacing was great. Character development was great. The story was great. Like everything was a really good through line. Yeah. Not so much for me. Always knew what the stakes were, why everybody was doing what they were doing and like there was always action and there was always something going on. And I feel like it always raised the bar every episode of that show, you know? I think a thing with peacemaker for that is and it comes from like you know the writing obviously but the characters were who they are like they didn't go through like 
internal change, like aside from Peacemaker, like growing a little bit and them getting a little bit closer, but it's like you have really strongly defined characters. Yeah. And you put them and you set them in the universe and then watch them interact. Yeah. I feel that's a huge reason why that succeeded as well as it did. So and well, this, this this was trying to do a mystery though. That's the the problem with this premise in itself is that it's trying to do a mystery. What is going on with Steven? He doesn't know what this other part of his whole life is. Whereas I think you need it's not a straightforward story. You need more time to do it. So there is another thing too, like specifically the last episode, which I finally was like really enjoying because there was really good action because there was big ass Oscar, monsters. That yeah. was cool too. Oscar Isaac was switching between performances on the flip of a hat. Like it was nothing. How it's cool. It yeah. was awesome. And I liked how it showed him switching between Mr. Knight and Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. And it was shit like he'd throw the fucking thing as Moon or he'd throw it as Mr. Knight. And then it would camera would come back, like follow it around and come back. And Moon Knight would catch it and he'd fuck up some dudes. And like, I was like, all right, we're, we have an engaging action. Even, even Liz was like, where was this the whole fucking show? Yeah. And, um, when we got to uh, the part where where Ethan Hawke and Oscar Isaac are like literally duking it out, like this is the end, I could not believe that they did that. Yeah. That they cut. They did that weird thing where it's like, oh, another identity took over. And like, it's like, I was did so, you just waste so the mad. fucking climax like that? And like... I get there's like some like dude bros who love Moon Knight. They're like, yes, Jake Lachlan, he's here. This is what we've been. It's like, but you wasted the final battle, the climax of the show. They could they could have still done that and then had like the kaiju's fighting and like let them do their thing. That could have been the big like I I understand the reasoning for for doing it, but yeah, you're right. They totally dropped the ball. I think like talk about taking the the fucking knees out of the like you know. Action sequences should be building on themselves the entire time till you reach a natural conclusion. Yeah. Like the part where the music drops out and that thing gives or and that the punch 15 is thrown. guys come in and you pull out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think like what they could have done is like they had a big fight with him, with Ethan Hawke, and then like there might have been blackout moments occasionally in the fight where like things yes. change and they're both kind of like like what the hell is that? Like are you doing it? And they're like, I don't know. And then it's like, you know, you're making it swirl, you're making it like shit go I just could not as opposed believe. to just being like you know the classic like end of rocky and then it goes to <laughs> fucking black like unreal ding ding yeah yeah and when i cut like i was just like fuck this show i was like this show sucks i was like i do not like this show i want marvel to stop making shows i know we have miss marvel still coming uh she hulk is coming secret invasions on the way echoes on the way like and it's just like I don't want to keep watching these if they're just going to be like this mediocre bullshit. I watched Moon Knight and I was like, I would have rather this been 215 or a two and a half hour movie yeah. that they just pumped 200 million into and just put it out. They the could have pumped 80 million. <laughs> like, like well, I mean, I would rather I would want it to get the proper MCU. Ch- Listen, right. Doctor Strange 2 just made half a billion dollars on opening weekend. Yeah. Like, uh, and that is not Dr. Strange brand recognition. That is MCU brand recognition. Okay. And I don't know if you've heard most of the things coming out about Dr. Strange. Not a lot of people loved it. You know, we're, we're, we're in the minority on that of people right. who like thoroughly enjoyed it. And still though, it's still making hundreds of millions, millions of dollars. Uh, it's people are still praising. It's still in the conversation, you know, like, you could have put Moon Knight out as an actual movie. 
Who, yeah. Who's in charge of, of Marvel's TV? Is that also Kevin Feige? I'm pretty Feige? sure it's Kevin Feige still. I don't, like, I, I love what he's done with the MCU, but maybe he just shouldn't be involved in TV. You know, all of these almost feel like test projects. Like, it's <laughs> like, you know, it's like each one is kind of like, I don't want to say in its own, like, genre almost, but kind of, right? Like... Falcon Winter Soldier is more of like you get like but the action Jason you gotta Bourne, remember, WandaVision, also, you get like the... He also did Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and WandaVision. Those were all, all very much good. in the yeah. same tenor, though. Like this, what I feel, I feel like what Marvel and what Disney is doing is like, which of these is going to be most successful? How can I... It's almost like market research. I like, feel like this is more Disney than anything else. They're like, yeah. we need TV shows for our streaming service when like really... I, listen, I am of the mindset that Disney doesn't realize that their back catalog is why people have Disney Plus. Absolutely. Not that the new and shit. the Mandalorian. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like there is no reason well, for them. I, the people like me and, uh, you know, I, I would have no business being on, on Disney Plus. It's only for uh, Marvel and Disney content. Really, yeah. just Star Wars now. Or well, they say Marvel, I mean, well, like, Marvel and Star yeah, Wars. I mean, That's like, our I mean. demographic, yes. But I, most of the people who As are, a matter like, fact, are I like, the kids' Disney Plus thing. They had right, a new they release. Want, they want everybody on there. They of had course. a new release for Nat Geo on there called Something Bit Me about how people got bit by poisonous animals and went to the ER. And I was like, this sounds way more interesting <laughs> than Moon Knight. I always go back to that Bill Burr joke. It's like, this is where I watch guys get bit by snakes for three hours yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> Ah, that's what you get, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I mean, like, that, yeah, that legitimately, I was like, that looks more interesting than Moon Knight. Unfortunately, I am contractually obligated to consume everything Marvel now. I do also, like, I guess my final thoughts on it, outside of, I have one other thing after Nick gives a little final thoughts, is it's unfortunately one of the better Marvel shows. Probably number two for me, I think, or three. Which is like, you know, WandaVision, Loki, and this. But that's not really saying much. Dude, you know how I feel about Loki. I know you do. But, like, <laughs> com- fucking Hawkeye and <laughs> Falcon Winter Soldier. Uh, like, dude, you wanna... the last three have been so bad. Was yeah. it Loki, think... Hawkeye, and this? Awful. I I think, for me, Hawkeye, it's probably Hawkeye's number two for me. Wow, really? Yeah. I put WandaVision, like, here. And then everything else is down here. WandaVision is definitely, like front runner by far i feel like wandavision they actually put some thought into and the only reason it sucked in the end was because of covid like that last episode the reason kat dennings just disappears is because like they literally she she could not get to the set to be filmed you know what i mean and like uh they had to just wrap everything up because how they didn't have days they didn't have actors on certain days they didn't have time so like yeah they literally the reason that episode is the way that it is is because of covid so i don't fault them for having to do that you know what i mean yeah Visuals fantastic. It looks really good. Yeah, acting is fantastic. Everybody's you know, or Oscar Isaac just alone carries the entire show. Yes, for and sure. And outside of that, I mean, I don't care about the Layla chick at all. Ethan Hawking. Ethan Hawking. Ethan, Ethan Hawking. <laughs> Stephen Hawking's villain is uh, he you are is getting absolutely judged. uh. He's wasted. He's not interesting at all. I hate him as well. I, he's not cunning enough. Like, go ahead, Nick. I was like, I don't blame Ethan Hawke at all. It's just terrible writing and yeah. direction. It's awful. It's awful. Do you know that? Um, do you know what was cut from this on um, the crossovers? Did you read any yeah, of that? Yeah, it was the Eternals, right? Yeah. 
What? <laughs> yeah. So um, in an interview with um, Russ Milheim, who is the head writer and and the producer of this also opened up that I'm reading off of this is also the direct the eternal scrapped appearances from an early draft of the Moon Knight script, um, specifically with Kamal Nanjiani's Kingo that in there was supposed to be like a flashback scene into ancient Egypt. Um, and then three or four Eternals were supposed to take take part in a big action sequence involving one of Khonshu's avatars. That would have been cool. Yet the quote-unquote massively expensive concept was the reason for the removal. <laughs> I get it. No kidding. Well, the other thing was that Marvel also, um, they're being a bit more conscious about cameos now because if they, they have feel that they have set the bar a little bit too high with Spider-Man No Way Home, yeah. uh, Multiverse of Madness, and they went out and they said that, uh, you know, we cut that because we didn't feel that was ultimately necessary either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In the sense that like they did not have to, they don't want to rely on cameos, you know, which I feel like phase one and phase two and honestly phase three of the MCU, the whole infinity saga, the cameos were always like fun little things like in Thor, the dark world, Loki turns into Chris Evans for yeah. like 30 seconds. Um, at the end of Hulk, Iron Man shows up and talks to the to Thunderbolt Ross. Um, they're they're not like impactful things. They're just little no. like they're Easter eggs. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was supposed to be. Always fun little Easter eggs. And then then there was team up movies. You know right. what I mean? Uh, like um, Doctor Strange is a cameo in Thor Ragnarok. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I said, fun little Easter eggs. They didn't need to, you know have it's just a reminder that they exist in the same universe it's not it's yeah. not changing the whereas story. in no it's way too home, expensive now to bring in, yeah. like in no way people. home the uh the cameos were actually central to the plot you know they ended up being you know that that inspiration peter needed and like finally someone who understands what he's going through right you know what i mean also funny uh funny i watched a nostalgia critic episode on no way home it just came out the past week yeah and like have you guys seen the andrew garfield spider-man at all no yes okay he doesn't say with great power comes great responsibility he they basically made it the most wordiest way to say that like like not not choice responsibility or like whatever it's like if you translate like, something to another language and then translate it back and then and then when um when peter says to toby when tom holland says to toby mcguire that with great power comes great responsibility uh he said with great power he says with comes great responsibility andrew garfield's character goes says uncle ben said that and he just like halts. He goes, "Hold on, no, he didn't, bro. You definitely, your uncle Ben did not say that <laughs> he shit just to you to be involved." Yeah, exactly. He's like, "Yeah, the, he said it too, right?" Yeah, like, exactly. And like, um, either way, though, my point is that, uh, you know, not to get sidetracked, but my point is that like those cameos were central to that plot. They were brilliantly brought into the story. The only reason, the only issue we had with the villains was really like the lizard, <laughs> right? And like maybe some of Sandman because they couldn't get it, they couldn't get them because of COVID, <laughs> um, and like multiverse of madness, the cameos once again, they're not super integral to the plot, but they made sense for a character. Yeah, you know what I mean to showcase how strong she was. Right. Anyway. Um, I'm trying to dance around it, so I don't. Appreciate I know, it. I know. <laughs> it, uh, it feels to me like they're getting into Star Wars territory, where it's it's like remember in um in Rogue One when there's the two bar patrons from A New Hope, like the I don't like you, <laughs> my friend doesn't like you. Those it's like, come on, 
Like you don't know about you don't know about the one cameo they cut from What If, right? Do you hear about this? What was that? Uh, if you tell me, I think I, I'll know. When they did What If, they went to Disney and they asked for oh, one cameo. Yeah, I remember. This. And they, the response was, "No, we gave you the whole MCU. Play with that first, and mm-hmm. we'll see what it is." Porky the cameo pig. was Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Thank God. It was Porky Pig. <laughs> That's all, folks. Thanos. And he just gets yeah, fucking yeah. separated. By, like, yeah. Fucking El- Ultron is changing, <laughs> like destroying all the universes. Porky Pig's like, that's all, folks. <laughs> Porky Pig gets, I, 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 do, I don't feel so good. <laughs> We're getting to another, uh, yeah. another uh, impression territory. Right there. All right. Um, before we move on. Uh, I, I don't have anywhere else to put this, but uh, I just, being that we're on the topic of television. I wonder if you're going to say what I'm thinking of trying to say. After no, this. I'm going to guess not. Really? Um, but I've just, I've been watching a lot of smaller, shorter shows, and I, I just wanted to say uh, I watched Schmigadoon oh, on no. Apple TV+. Plus. I don't know, Pat, have you seen it? Fuck no, dude. Uh, well, I haven't seen anything but the inside of an auditorium for the past three weeks. Well, it's music, it, the whole, it's just making fun of classical musical theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's got it's starring Cecily Strong and Keegan-Michael Key. Okay. He's got a lot of other great actors in it, and it's very funny. It's only six episodes. And also, I started watching on uh, Netflix the Pentaver. The Pentaver, that's what I was going to okay, bring up. cool, cool. But it's Which like, also is Keegan-Michael Key. Keegan, yeah, he's in that. Uh, and Michael Mike Myers plays like eight, nine, it ten different characters. literally just... A ser- it is it's just austin powers it's, it's fucking so hysterical okay like I, I i i watched like the first three or four episodes of it and all of the jokes are classic austin powers jokes like there's this russian guy who he's saying count but it sounds like you're removing the o from that word and that's like you know half of austin powers is like you know what are you saying what is he saying back and forth johnson play. yeah exactly it's there, what was the one where he's saying uh uh, oh, he's he's telling one of the characters, y'all have to focus. Oh, he's yeah. like, you have to focus. You have to focus. You have to focus he's hard. Like, I have to do what? <laughs> Very derivative from the cork soakers. Yeah. <laughs> SNL bit. It's so good. It's, I mean, it's bad. All of the jokes feel like just straight up like 2000s Austin Powers right. and jokes. Then, and then the, the transition from like uh, there's scenes in Canada and scenes in the US and so all the Canadian funny. scenes are like low res. They're like four by three <laughs> filmed on a VHS tape. Like. And then they cross the the border and the aspect ratio of the show changes. It's like <laughs> it's really funny. Classic Mike Myers sight gags and and wordplay and then they like chop up. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Okay. I'll check it out. You, I think you'll enjoy it. It's one of those things like it's definitely made for us because the people who like loved and like grew up kind of with Austin Powers in that area. But it feels like old school, like SNL. It's fun. It's a good time. Okay, Pat, you said you sound very upset that we brought this up. I'm not upset. I'm just tired. You guys like I am. Fucking what else do exhausted. I have to watch? I have a headache. I'm tired. It's not it's not that I have to watch. It's not it's not anything you guys brought up. I'm just legitimately tired. Like I have I can't wait until Monday because I just have to go to work and that's it. It's the only thing you have to do. <laughs> like that's it i don't have to go to rehearsal right. i don't have to you know do anything you know i just get to like unplug my brain for like do a that. couple hours and hang out and then that's un- fair. you know if you 
A good unplug your brain and hang out show is the Pentaverid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're short episodes, too. Yeah, they're 30 oh, even minutes. Even better. The Pentaverid. All right. So let's talk about the reason why we're here, boys. Games from 2012. Now, every year that we've done this podcast. All one of them. No, we're going on two. This is two. So we've um, only done it one other year. Uh, we like to it's go back. We like to go back ten years, and talk about two games we loved and one we hate that came out that year. Specifically, um, this year would be 2012, mm-hmm. which was a prime year for gaming. It's also the first year that we were in college, right? First, a uh, second year. Se- yeah, second year. Well, and like yeah, we started college in fresh fall, in fall 2011. 2011. So yeah, so this would be fall 2012. Yeah, I want to know how many movies from 2012 you can you can name. I don't know. All right, give me give me three movies from 2012. Go. Um, there's a big one. There's a few big ones. Oh, the Avengers. Yes. Um, Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Yep. And one more. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of Mr. Garfield. Hold on. Oh yeah, I guess there was a Spider-Man movie too, huh? Amazing yeah. Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man 1, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 2 was 2014, I think. Why? What are you doing? I just looked up movies <laughs> from 2012. Okay. Skyfall. Uh, that movie sucks. Chronicle. Do you remember that? That's a good movie. That's I a like that one. movie. Yeah. Everybody's favorite uh, alien movie, Men in Black 3. Oh, you know. I like that one. Yeah. VHS came one. out in 2012. Oh, yeah. You heard that. <laughs> yours truly. Yeah. Starring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, everybody's got games. That they want that that we brought in today. Nobody knows what each other has, but got game. I, I will gladly kick this off. Start her off. All right. First up, Far Cry Three. Oh man. And and I I could have I could probably guess what yours are. <laughs> I was gonna do a drum roll, but you didn't give me. Oh, hold time. on. Let's start it off. <laughs> Far Cry Three. <laughs> That's all we, we gotta get a sound of like little kids cheering like yeah oh, that, the halo the halo like when you shoot the grunt's head the birthday explosion yeah, thing. yeah the birthday skull so yeah i got far cry 3 when it came out for xbox 360 it released november 29th 2012 mm-hmm. and this was the game that made far cry 3 um that, that made the Far Cry series what it is today. However, they also say that this game signed Far Cry's death warrant because it hasn't really changed the formula since this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just had Far Cry 6 in October right. of 2021. And to be honest, it didn't change very much at all. But there's just more shit to do, more environment. I mean, this one's it's ba- just bigger. Right. And I feel like Far Cry 6 is closest to 3 because of the environment. You know, it's a tropical weather, you know. It's sunny. There's warlords. It's a good time, you know. Great time. Uh, this one specifically is based upon uh, Vaz, Vaz Montenegro. I think his name was Nick. You didn't play this game, right? This is also my pick. Uh, I didn't play it, but it was one of the games that I sat in Kevin Foley's, you know, uh, side room of the house and watched him play the whole game all the way through. So I've never played this game too. Okay. Yeah, but continue, the only sorry. disappointing thing about this game is that. Voss was such a good popular character that they didn't know what they had that you actually kill him off halfway through. And that, then the that's, rest that's of the, the game, big criticism I remember from yeah, this. Yeah. And the rest of the game is some boring guy. <laughs> which sucks, but whatever. So is this your your good or bad game? Good. This is okay. this is one of my favorite like all time favorite. I just replayed it in twenty eighteen or nineteen, around mm. then. Like I it still plays it you like I said, 
it's literally what every other Far Cry game has based their formula on since. Right. So of course it plays good. And what know? what games have ba- like kind of copied Far Cry since then? Is was um every game Ubisoft's put out like yeah? <laughs> I, I, so I mean, it's just like cause it's, did that come out after this or um? I don't think so. I, I mean, just cause and Far Cry kind of like they go on the yeah, you know, like one to one kind of one to one type of deal. I don't know. I haven't really. Oh, that's two thousand nine. But I, like, they both are like you know, one does this, the other takes from it, the other does that. Yeah, yeah like that kind of deal. Yes, yeah, yeah. kind of like Elden Ring just did to the entire fucking everything. Yeah. <laughs> Um, did you play Blood Dragon? Um, yes, I did, and I don't love it. Okay, Blood Dragon, Blood oh, Dragon. Oh, no, it's a DLC. DLC. Yeah, it's their Cyberpunk DLC. Yeah, their Tomb Raider or not Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider. Uh, Terminator one. Terminator, yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, well, yeah, this the was the first one. Looks like to, uh, Terminator. Yeah, like. this was the first one that had the. It was a uh, set in the tropical environment, like the first two games were, but this one more or less was really like. Here is a it, here is this big open world. Here are these mercenaries that you can you know kill and capture points. There's these towers that you can climb up and unlock parts of the map, which then fucking like every Assassin's Creed does. Right. And like I said, every Ubisoft game does. Um, and it was also one of those games where uh, it had the cool fucking healing animations, where if you don't have a health pack to heal yourself, you like dig the bullet out of oh. your arm, or like. <laughs> You break your wrist back into place <laughs> or like you snap your finger back, you know, stuff like that. Or yeah. like you're on fire and you put yourself out like, <laughs> you know, it was fun stuff like that. It was also like how you could hunt in this game to create like new um, like um, more caches for your weapons and your ammo oh, okay. and bows and stuff like that. So you can upgrade your inventory and shit like that. Damn, I really want to go back to play Far Cry <laughs> like, now. Shit, I'm going to play yeah, I'm gonna play Far Cry Three. You you just recently played the new one, right? Yeah. What do you think about that? I like the new one. I listen. I think Far Cry is the junk food of gaming, where like it's not meant to be this amazing meal. You're meant to be in this open sandbox with ridiculous physics, and just go ape shit. You know, in these fun environments. Like Far Cry Four was like the uh, like the Tibetan like Himalayans and you're in like uh, a Mount Everest and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Far Cry five was the heartland of America where a cult takes over a small, like a hope County in Montana. Uh, Far Cry six, you're in Cuba pretty much. I mean, it is that's Cuba. Yeah. That's what they're, they're trying to make. (laughs) I forget what the actual island is. Yeah. It's like Cuba, but you know, it's one of those wink, wink type of things. And Far Cry 3 was like these tropical islands. I'm trying to think what uh, Far Cry 2 was West Africa with poachers and the jackal and you get malaria. And then <laughs> does any of the story carry over? Not from- at all. No. That's the way I like it. <laughs> Individual things. Yeah. I mean, like the DLCs always did like. Oh, and uh, like uh, Far Cry. What is it? So like Far Cry 3 and Far Cry Red Dragon. Right, those two are DLCs that go together. It just reuses the map, but changes the story a bit. Right. Far Cry Four came out, and then they had Far Cry Primal. Far Cry Primal uses the same map as Four, 
but it's set during like literally like caveman time. So you oh, guys cool. right. speak in grunts, you ride saber tooth cats, you fight mammoths and shit like that. Did you like that one? I have. That's the only one I haven't played. And when I try to fire it up on my PC, it just crashes immediately. So <laughs> it's you know, that good. I guess I'll never get to it. <laughs> I'm never gonna get to uh, play. I'm it. hoping that you know, and like I can't really do first person games on thumbsticks anymore. Yeah. So I mean, like I I can try it on my PlayStation, but I'm not Why sure not? it's gonna work. Not the same because once you go to this. It's just, it's not the same. Does does that include Jedi Fallen Order? That's not a first-person game. Oh, you're right. It's not. Never mind. <laughs> especially especially, <laughs> like, brain especially shooter games like that. Yeah. Like with the mouse, it's just like so much a more. A mouse, it's like you put it where you want it to go. Where like the sticks, you have to calibrate it to how fast you're going to move. It's yeah. just, it's fucked up. Um, uh, so Primal uses the same map, except your caveman times. Now, five is set in Hope County, and at the end of that game, regardless of what choice you make, the nuke goes off, and you get dragged into the bunker with Joseph Seed, the head of the cult that you just destroyed, right? right? And he, like, says, like, from the ashes, I'll start a new family, and you'll be my first son. So, like, later... so. Then Far Cry New Dawn came out, which is set 20 years in the future. After the nuke. After the nuke went off. And there's all these beautiful, wonderful foliage that have been built. And, like, there's all these survival camps. And it's the same map. You know what I mean? And uh, But it's all post-apocalyptic out. And the story you follow in that game turns out the head lieutenant, I think his name is the Duke, in this game, he's your character from the last game. So he oh, now cool. works for the cult leader. You know, for the last 20 years, rebuilding his family. There's these... The, the bad guys are called the highwaymen. These are the twins that are the villains. <laughs> it's jo- the band of the highwaymen. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, is a highway. Anyway, so uh, um, Joseph Seed, the head of the cult, he still lives in like his cave cavern thing, Bunkery, like whatever, yeah. up in the mountains or whatever. So like every DLC or like every continuation, they only cost like 30 or 40 bucks and they always come out like a year after the initial game. And it kind of continues the story about, you know, just what was going on and you that's know that's pretty smart actually yeah because like, it's yeah. like you re- reuse all the assets and you just like reskin things. i can't wait to see what they do with sixes like but i it was six was one of those games where i'm not sure if everyone loved it because like i put i i put probably like 40 50 hours into that game and i was finished with it danny only put three hours into it and hasn't gone back <laughs> sounds about right yeah well he just he's danny he's danny he just doesn't play those games we all right you, danny we spent a lot of time on far cry who's up next i can go uh, one of the games I love, Lego Lord of the Rings came out in 2012. Oh, all right, oh. all right. That's a good I choice. I fucking love, like, that. that's one of the games. So I think I played that one, and then I was like, oh, my God, these games are so fun. And I went back and I played, I think the Star Wars ones came out before that. Or, yeah. yeah. I went back and I played, like, all of them. And these are the games where I'm like, I'm going to find every brick. I'm going to get all the money. I'm going to, like, 150% them. Yeah. I just love it. Like they're so much fun because they're so casual. They're so simple, but it's like you get the whole story with it. I love it. I can't like, I, I, I literally might want to go back and play this game. Like, yeah. I'm, like looking we talking at about it. these games. Maybe you want to replay them. For I sure. know, but it's just, I like love how, when like all the Lego games will do fun things with like what happens when they like break shit. And like, yeah, and, like, like the cutscenes are like the best part of where they make games. jokes about, you know, what's going on in the actual game. Right. Also, I like I how the new Gollum. Lego Star Wars makes jokes on the sequel trilogy. They, oh like, yeah, they make fun of the new movies. That's oh great. yeah, that's the thing. Like they all take like a lot of 
Take the piss out of it. They take the piss. They take the piss out of anyone. All right. But yeah, love this game. You can get it on Steam for 20 bucks right now. Do it. I dare you to buy it right now. No, I'm not going to buy it. So I have like video games from 2012 pulled up right now. And every game has the cover of the game except for lego lord of the rings and it's just a png <laughs> where it's the the logo on a blank background <laughs> and it's also not formatted into like the yeah, correct yeah, aspect exactly. ratio <laughs> <laughs> oh. everyone hates it mike you're the only one no it's, um, you guys gotta go play it like uh what about you nick so like i said my my pick was also far cry 3 a game that i have never played but i've watched a lot of hours of it um in addition to that like I, I kind of picked two that I didn't like, if that's okay. I almost okay. have the same thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so if you want to do that, it was, I had two games that I had expectations and it didn't do what I wanted it to do because <laughs> that's the type of gamer that I am, I suppose. So the first one for me is Walking Dead, the Telltale oh, the game. Telltale game. That's was, like point and click, right? It's it yeah, kind of it's yeah. point and click and it's just all, it's just story driven um, and I was at the time in 2012, I was a hardcore Walking Dead fan to the point where I was live tweeting every every Sunday. I would, you know, I would Ooh. go over and watch it with my crew and live tweet it. But yeah, this game uh, just it's telltale doing what they do. It's point and click story. They games. put out a bunch like those came out in chapters, Yo, the right? Batman one yeah. isn't bad, though. The telltale no? one. It's actually pretty good. When did it come out? Probably like to 2018, 2019. Okay, so they've had some time to... Uh, Fix all the criticism. Yeah, but I I just remember being like really disappointed that I wasn't able to, you know, Shoot fight, zombies. fight zombies. Yeah, yeah. no, Telltale is more <laughs> that, about uh, telling stories. That sparked your uh, seven days addiction. <laughs> Pretty much. That's probably why I play so much seven days now. I can actually fight these zombies yeah. now. They're, have you ever played Left 4 Dead? No. A much better zombie fighting game than seven. Is there a building not, aspect? Yeah, there's not. No, there's there not. Is, a, it's not for me. <laughs> it ain't for me. I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> Can't make me. Can't make me. All right. What's your so. next one, Pat? <laughs> Yay! I do, I do have an honorable mention. I don't want to go on too long about it because I have an actual one. <laughs> <laughs> Assassin's Creed Three. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, a lot of people don't like this one. However, it's a direct sequel to Assassin's Creed Revelations. This one is the one that takes place during the Civil War. Uh, not Civil War. The Revolutionary, Revolutionary War. War. Yeah. Uh, is what this I, one where you're Native American? Yes, you're Native American. You're half Native and half British. Okay. It's yes. basically gun. <laughs> yes, it's gun. That's right. So... Um, just to like, I don't want to spend too long on this because this is just an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. But basically, I love the fact that you spend the first seven hours of the game playing as Nathan Kenway. Pretty sure that's the name. And then it turns out that you're actually a Templar and you thought you were an assassin the entire time. Uh, he bangs a native chick and then Jesus. it switches <laughs> over to um, you are now that native chick's son, Connor. And he grows up to be an assassin because his grandfather was an assassin. Yeah. So you are uh, your father. The Templars are working with the British. You as a native are working with the Americans uh, or the what are the The colonists, the colonists or uh, the Yanks, the Yanks. Um, And I know a lot of people get on it for the hard, the parkour where you're like running through trees and stuff as opposed to like buildings and whatever. But what that doesn't really matter. I really like the setting. I like the storytelling. And one of the things I really love the most about that game is 
the fact that the last battle of the game is like not only is it like one of the last battles of the Revolutionary War, you you're actually you actually fight your father like oh, that's with cool. you know and uh Connor's like you can have a sword with him, you have the dagger, I mean or like the hidden blade, but you also have a tomahawk and a knife underhand, <laughs> and that's like your main mode of killing people, mm-hmm. and it's so fucking awesome. So yeah. like the fact that you guys, you know, if there's a battle of ideologies and there's a battle, a physical battle of who like is the better assassin that way, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like in Moon Knight, just like in <laughs> Moon Knight. <laughs> uh, either way, I just really like that one. That one stands out to me. I rem- I remember that opening sequence that you're talking about. I remember that being a big deal at yeah, the time. I do too. And the DLC, uh the tyranny of King Washington, where George Washington just decides he's going to be a king and fuck democracy so you actually have to th- overthrow him. That's cool. That it's cool. good shit. I That's like some it. Far Cry shit right there. All right. Revisionist so history. the other game that I actually love, right? <laughs> oh my god, uh, this shit. Damn it, Nick. <laughs> Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this is legit still in the era where Call of Duty was putting out banger after banger. Um, I believe this one came after just after World at War, I think. Uh this either- is this is one of this is my like pick as well. Oh, Blops too. Blops. Yeah. Blops. Uh, Blops. The story in this game is unbelievable. It's fucking it's so awesome. Cool. I love the fact that you're going to old shit to new like stuff. There's like that World War II level. Yeah. With Reznov. You guys are in Vietnam at one point. Oh, uh, oh it's, this is that's the one where it starts with the um, Russian roulette in that scene, right? When you're in Vietnam. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton gets his knees blown off Michael at one Keaton. point. Um, Michael Keaton. Well, He's Ed Harris was originally um, Hudson. Yeah, really? Michael Keaton's Hudson, and then they uh, they change him over know. to Michael Keaton. Hmm. Um, Woods and fucking Mason. Mason. I like how you're playing as Mason's grandson. Mason. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't change yeah, much. Didn't have to change the dialogue. And it was um nothing. It's just great. And not only that, the multiplayer was sick. This was when they introduced party games. Yep. One in the chamber, gun game. Uh what was the other big popular one? Where it's uh um where it changes every forty five seconds. Yeah, you, you get just, a new gun. I can't remember, I can't remember the called. name either. This was the one that we had in the living room at the house at South Lincoln. Yeah. Um that we always uh what's it called? That we pretty much switched off controllers, Nick. I don't know if you remember that, where we just played under John's uh, gamer tag. Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh-uh. Um, and I mean, the servers are still up today. It's one of the best COD games ever made. Yep. I love it. Absolutely think, think it's amazing. Was there a part... So you said there's a Vietnam part? Yeah. Yeah. Was there a part where you're like kind of crawling around in the dark in like a harbor type setting? Or is that a different one? I don't remember. When I think of crawling around in in Call of Duty, I immediately go to all gillied up. Mm. From, there, from, I, one from of the characters, the, um, Modern Warfare. Modern, there's yeah. an older older character, a salty sea dog with like a with like a bandana. He's wearing like a bandana across his head. Um, Are you looking up know. salty sea dog with bandana across his head? I uh, yeah, you know I did, I did. <laughs> um, it might be Modern Warfare. Maybe I don't know. There's a harbor map in Modern Warfare. I don't know if that's related to the story or not. I can't remember that game too well. What I really, really, really liked about this game was all of like the subclasses of multiplayer. This is one of the things where it was like, okay, I've prestiged one or two times, and I'm like, 
I can fight people with the guns that I've built yeah. that I've done. And then I'm like, no, I want to go and do knives only. Or like, I want to just, you know, yeah, fuck I around. I love and, gun game. Like, yeah. I can't believe they don't just keep that in like the new games. They just keep fucking rotating it out. Yeah. That and then zombies. Like, oh yeah, this was when even, they took zombies and just turned it the fuck up. Yeah. This, uh, like all of the, all of the from black ops one, like all of the little Easter eggy things and what you could kind of do with zombies was there. And then this one, we're like, no, we're going to give like deep complicated lore to zombies. I'm trying to, th- um, I'm going to look at the, uh, the DLC map. Cause remember there was transit that everybody hated. Are you talking zombies? Yeah. From blobs Two, And then what was that? There was, was farm. What was um, the theater one though? There was one in the theater. Yeah. I don't remember what it, Transit. Uh, well, transit is a game mode, but it was yeah. yeah. The three maps were town, farm, and bus depot. Oh, die rise. Is that what it is? Are you thinking of? Was that um? Was that Black Ops One? Are you thinking of? No. no? Uh, well, hold on. Let me look up. Kind kind air toten. Kind air. Oh, it was kind air toten was Black Ops One. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Kind air toten. Kind air toten. But yeah, this is the one where it was like they took everything that people really loved from zombies like Black Ops 1 and they were like, we're just going to dial this the fuck up. Yeah, it's yeah. So good. And I mean, like it 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 builds off of the original zombies from World at War, yeah. which was also fucking stellar. Yep. God damn it. I missed this era of died, Call of Duty. Died. Yeah. <laughs> I missed this era of Call of Duty. It was always awesome. Even that fucking Godzilla vs. Kong thing they put out was kind of a wet fart. So like... <laughs> Is this whole thing where like you get to fight like Godzilla just stays on the shoreline, but you can absolutely use the orca from the movies to call in an atomic breath like an airstrike. So he will attack a part of the map with his atomic breath. And then Kong is actually on the map jumping all over the place and throwing rocks just at smashing people. you. Yeah. And you can actually shoot them and stagger them and, you know, get lots of XP. But they don't actually fight each other, and that is some horseshit. That's what I thought it should be. I thought it should just be them fighting on the island, and then like their collateral damage affecting you. Oh yeah, or yeah. like 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 influencing the gameplay. It's like no shit. There's gonna be like a fire, like almost like fire rain. Like get under something quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't hide in buildings from Godzilla's atomic breath. You actually have to get out of the way, and you can't <laughs> go back to where he just blew a hole in the crater because it's all radiated, and you right. will die. And you will die. So. <laughs> I played one or two games and I was like, okay, that was fun. <laughs> Novel. Enough of this. All right. So who's got, I can, I, uh, my and then next, we all, next yeah. is all hated. Right? Well, this, this goes into my hated because okay, you got, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause you had to ruin Mike's other life. Ruined it. Well, he ruined one of yours. So Pat's just, <laughs> don't be mad. Cause I like good games. Two. I know. Um, dishonored. I'm not surprised. Dishonored. I don't like the Dishonored games. No, yeah, this is my dislike. Yeah. Dislike Dishonored. Dude, I was so stoked for this game. The All of like the gameplay trailers and everything made this look so cool because I was like, it's like Assassin's Creed with magic and then like super versatility on movement. It almost was like very open worldy and figure out what you want to do and how you want to do it. Yeah. Different ways to kill people. You can be stealthy. You can be aggressive. And there's like the world is influenced by what happens. Like in this yeah. game, the more bodies, like the more people you kill and they leave dead, more rats will come. Mm-hmm. And that makes it harder to like traverse because the rats basically swarm you and kill you. Oh, nice. But so it's like you have to do thoughtful gameplay. Everything about this trailer looked so good and I was so excited and then I got it and it was just not fun. Like it was so stupid. Um, I, 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 I think I finished this game and it's got a really good rating. People love this game. 
I just completely fell flat for me. Like it was, you could do combos off of the moves and everything, but it basically was one of those games where it's like, here's a bunch of tools. Clearly these two are the best. So I'm just going to use those and right. not bother with the rest of that shit. God damn, such bullshit. I know. Yeah, no, I didn't like dishonor too. When I played it either. I, I, and I know some people are like, you don't like that game. How could you not like that game? Listen, man, some games aren't for some people. Look, and, and like dishonored a, yeah, is one of them. It is like massively highly rated. Like, 9.2 on IGN, 91% on Metacritic. Like, I I like the... What was that game they just put out? What? Same studio. Um, Deathloop. Yeah, exactly, which is basically Dishonored. Yeah, <laughs> like, Dishonored, but I also still don't like it. Yeah, same, like, different kind of premise, but I don't know, man. It just, like, it completely fell so flat, and it's not a game that I would like to go back and retry. Mm-hmm. Because it seems like all of the combat mechanics and everything will be so bad. No, right? I get it. I get it. But yeah, did you play the sequel? Me? Yeah. No, <laughs> I did not. I wasn't buying that. This was at the time where I've only you had to the buy sequel. the games. You know, like this wasn't like where you could do Xbox Game Pass or whatever. I wasn't fucking um, buying another sixty dollars yeah. game. <laughs> what about you? What did you? Um. So my other game that I was disappointed by because of my expectations was Hitman Absolution. That's so, you know what? I'm not surprised Yeah. by this. I saw it on the list because they market those games like action games and they're really not. Well, for me, it's that so, like, I'm a, I'm a, was a big fan of uh, Hitman Blood Money. Mm-hmm. I got countless hours out of that game just playing levels over and over again and just seeing all the different ways that I could kill these people and sneak or like, you know me, I love stealth. Yeah. Um, and then Absolution was... Never you know, underestimate the sneak. <laughs> <laughs> Absolution was like the one time that they changed the the uh, the the recipe for the game, and they made it linear, and there was no options. You you know you couldn't kill anybody any way you wanted to. And from what I understand, it was a good game if you weren't going into it looking for a hitman game. It's got like you know it's got a four out of five, uh, you know a seventy nine percent from Metacritic and an eight point two from IMDb. I didn't know IMDb rated games. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. Like the fuck, stay yeah. off of that shit. Ninety five percent of users <laughs> like the game. Looking at IMDb ratings, they're horseshit. I'm just, it's I just so wild. have it up on Google. Either way, it's like it's got generally positive reviews. But for somebody who's a fan of the franchise, it just made no sense. And then immediately the next game, they went right back to how yeah. they used to do. They things. completely pivoted. Knowing they were that like, that was a failure. We realized that this was a big mistake. You know that the game, the company that makes those IOI is doing the James Bond games as they, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. But Did I also you, feel like James Bond should be more action than it should be stealth. Yeah. Assassination type of vibe. That being said, they, well, we know they can do it. They yeah. did it for absolution. They made a bunch of, um, they made a bunch of James Bond games, uh, in like, the early 2000... Oh, night... I can't tell you 20, how many hours I've spent right, right. in Nightfall. But I mean, like, like, when Skyfall came out, when Spectre came out... Oh, you're when, talking later. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Daniel, like when Daniel Craig's movies came out, and they literally just put those games in the Call of Duty engine. They're just Call of Duty James Bond games. Really? With a cover system. <laughs> yeah, that's what they are. Damn. Did you play a Hitman 3, Nick, when it came out last year? Um, I, I've played all of one and I've played most of two. I don't think I've played the the new one. It's really fun. Yeah. It's cause it's, it's one of those games where it's like, figure out how the hell you want to kill any person anyway. Right. Well, it's just, it's like for me, all of the new Hitman, they're just the same game, right? With, they're just new chapters, new levels in the same game. Pretty much. Yeah. So, big booty hose. Big booty hose. The level. The level. <laughs> all right. You guys ready for. 
I'm uh, the last one, right? I think so. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, so, I was on the so, wrong so, page. So, so. Turn it up a little bit, Nick. Let's get a... Oh, no. League of Legends. <laughs> I've never played League of Legends. What? Nope. <laughs> You've never played League of Legends, right? No. Okay. So League of Legends was... That came out in 2012. I believe it came out in 2011, but 2009. I... But I... 2000. I think beta. I think beta was 2009. League of Legends 2012 is a Google search. But... Um, season two world championships. There you go. There you go. It will uh, we'll make it work. Um, but I played it in 2012 when it came out. So that's a, right. it's a 2012, so that's game. A 2012 game for game. me. Not a 209. So I started, <laughs> I started playing it and man, it was a lot of fun in the beginning, but let me tell you something that is the most toxic community that's ever existed in video games. It's, it's, it's big. fucking bad. Like to the point where like, my friendships were tested on this game because like, all right, so hot, not a hot take. It's the reality. Um, my old group of friends didn't have a lot to live for. So outside of oh my game, God, outside of not a hot outside take. of playing video games, I'm just going to shit on these people. Hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah. Fuck them. So hey, don't talk about Danny that way. Uh, so we love you, Dan. They would get super competitive in video games. Like, I like playing video games because I like to enjoy playing them. I like to relax, have fun, ramble on nonsense with my friends, and just, you know. Have a beer, crack a beer. Yeah, pretty much smoke weed, have a good time, right? (laughs) Smoke some weed. (laughs) Smoke some weed, have a good time. But no, dude. Like, as soon as League of Legends became competitive, they would not shut the fuck up about it. And it became like... We're all getting over. Are you coming over today, Pat? We're all gonna we're all gonna get around my TV and and watch uh, watch the pro leagues. It's like, what do you mean the pro leagues? Like, oh, the, the pro League of Legends players. And like, listen, that's fine. Like, but like, they call it esports for a reason because right. it's not and this actual is a, sports. This is an esports like, esports. Yeah, game. Like, like yeah. And so they like we were watching. We're watching these games like like replay and everything, so we can study how this team works, what their counter is, how they do it, all this stuff and everything. And then they had this thing called the Quest for Diamond League, which was summer 2012. They were going to play League of Legends nonstop till they got into the diamond bracket. And, bro, Meanwhile, nothing. they all sucked. Like, well, not like they all sucked because they were all, to be to be completely fair, they they were decent. But the problem was that they weren't, like, incel good. Like, so. The problem was they had lives. So Classic rust. They dilemma. had something yeah. to live for. <laughs> So uh when um when they didn't place or they got kicked out of their like remember when we did ranked Halo and like I got kicked out of Diamond yeah. because I like just hadn't played in a while and I ate shit. Right. Um and I was like, God damn it, that sucks. This like ruined their fucking week. Like they wouldn't like they'd be such fucking assholes about it. Like they'd be like, This is such fucking bo-. and like to the point where we would troll other people by photoshopping somebody getting into plat or diamond <laughs> and like sending it through the discord server just like, to watch them get upset. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, it's like, yeah, but you did that to you. You painted a target on the back of your head by having this response to a fucking video game, you know? And not only that, you ruined playing this video game. Like I remember one time, like early on when we played, I got, I got like, like I said, the meta is totally different because it's ten years later. But I remember I had five thousand health Cho'Goth like back in the day. Sure. And <laughs> what did you say? And he had a chode that was five thousand <laughs> yeah. health. He had a, a goth chode. Mm-hmm. 
Cut by wrist and black by eyes. Anyway, um, so uh, either way, my friend was like, no, that's actually like really hard to do, yada, 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 right? I was like, okay, cool. I guess I'm good and we're having fun. A week went by nope. and, and a YouTube video or two that they had watched. And uh, then it became, you fucking suck it. Like, why are you blowing this? You're not playing your fucking lane. God damn. Like, right, I remember didn't, like, I, remember I quit bullshit. halfway through the game and then they told me I rage quit. They're like, yeah, well, because you rage quit. I was like, first of all, rage quit implies that I'm angry at the game, that the game is raging me. I hate I you. I left because I hate you. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's what the problem is. It's because you are taking this game that they gave out for free and is supposed to be fun, and you're making me want to murder you through the screen. <laughs> like You're making me violent, and I'm exactly. not going to play anymore. And this was also the game that, like, I all the fucking, like, um, elitist tools started to come out yeah. and they were like, oh, Call of Duty's for pussies. I wouldn't play that game. How could they ever make that game a thing? Right. I would a, never no, touch that. League is a strategy game. Yeah, Call of exactly. Duty is for barbarians. League is like. a thinking man's game. Yeah, well, maybe you should start <sighs> thinking about getting a girlfriend and getting <laughs> out of the house, start thinking about getting some bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do this. And that's on God. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should think about getting out of the house. <laughs> fucking idiot. How many, when's the last time you took a shower, you piece of shit? You know? No time to shower. Yeah. This was the same person that didn't sleep for days while playing World of Warcraft and then got upset with us because he was cranky that he got no sleep. Oh, there's a lot of overlap on like League and WoW. For sure. LOL, WOW. Now, to be fair, I will still play League of Legends occasionally, but only ARAMs. I will not play normals. Nor What's ARAM? All random, all mid. So okay. it's just one lane and you just get whatever champion. Sounds mid. Yeah, it is mid. <laughs> it is. And then, um, what's that other game? And then, uh, Goodwill I, Hunting, the game. Goodwill Hunting. I stopped playing normals when Duo Top stopped being a thing. Because the whole point of League of Legends is there's three lanes, right? You know, on Summoner's Rift. And there's, a, and there's jungles, right? So there's a jungler character who, like, you know, uh, farms through the jungle and like protects the jungles and then there is a there's three lanes you know top center mid before jungle became like an actual part of the meta we would do duo top mm -hmm. right and uh that would be me and somebody else would have what i call a bush party which is you hide in the bushes before the enemy <laughs> players come and like this was like see this was all fun and i was playing with friends and I remember the turning point was we we team we we queued with somebody who was playing Teemo. And at the time the phrase was Teemo's OP because he's what they call the ADCs, the attack damage carry, which means right. you weaken the opponent, he gets the he kill. Just walks in, yeah. So he can level up quicker because he will be fucking unstoppable late game. Yeah. I didn't give a shit about any of that. I was just killing people and he was like, What are you doing? Why are you killing them? I'm like, cause I'm playing the game, bro. And he's like, No. I'm the ADC. I ha and I was just like, nah, fuck this. Like, this is exactly why I don't play these games. That's the problem with all that shit. Where it's like, it, like here's the thing. It's like when it when you when you reach that like tipping point of I am deep in the meta and I've removed the fun of it. Yeah. Because I feel at that it's like you're not just like you're playing, you're having fun. You were doing bush parties and it's like <laughs> that's a good. That sounds great. <laughs> but when you get to the point where it's like, no, I, I have to like it's it's. Honestly, almost like akin to speed running, you know, you're like you're stripping out the like kind of like elements and the like the fun, the fun, the and fun. like the pizzazz of yeah. the game 
to just be like, what are the baseline things but that I need to do? But speedrunning is innocent. Like that, they're doing that. They're breaking the no, game but on nobody purpose. Nobody else is getting harmed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. Speedrunning is for an intent to like, you know, get the best time. And I mean, you could say that this is an intent to get the best score and level up and everything. But it's like you've just broken the game down to like such a mathematical perspective that you're like. Like, yeah, where's your intrigue? Where's your fun? And the other thing is, that, like I said, it bred such a toxic piece of shit community like that. It's just these League of Legends dude bros that are like, well, I have to be the best at this game all the time. And da, 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 da. and like it has since moved on. Like, I, I don't believe it's as toxic as it used to be. It's still but it's toxic. still pretty toxic. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure if it's as competitive as it used to be. However, it is still very much in the limelight of the competitive scene. Um, okay. There's over act. There's over 117 million players yeah. actively playing monthly. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still popular. I mean, like I have the client of mine and, um, they have since put out a uh, God, what's that game? Goodwill hunting the game. Uh, Goodwill hunting the game. That's right. You solve math By problems. From, you solve yeah. math problems. No, from the fucking hall. You're talking about that's crypto mining. Man's game <laughs> yeah. right there. Um, God, what was um, what's that game they put out? Uh, they just ripped off Counter Strike. Uh, Valorant. Oh, Valorant. Valorant. Okay. And I remember you guys, the the League of Legends crowd, specifically one guy, would shit all over first person shooters, all over Call of Duty games because. They're what uh, he referred to as um, conventional or um, what's the what's the what's the C word for uh, (laughs) (laughs) what's the C word? No, what's the C word for uh, like just it's just average. You know what I mean? I would say conventional conventional stereotypical. It's not a C word, but contemporary, not contemporary. Uh. Um. I forget what placent, but I don't know. I don't know. But either just, way, though, it's just straightforward. It's like, real yeah, like, well, either way, that was his criticism yeah. towards me was that I like things that are very conventional because I listen to like disturbed and I like call of duty and I like, so that was their just whole thing on shit. People yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a fucking insecure hater is pretty much what it was. And so then we come up to, um, when Valorant came out, cause his whole thing common? was, was <laughs> uh, I don't think it was common either. Commonplace. No, I don't think it was that either. Either way, though, it got to the point where it was like first person, like you like first person shooters. That's a conventional. I don't play those. I don't play those conventional games. That's not what I'm about. They announced Valorant and I ate him alive (laughs) in the discord. (laughs) Well, well, well. Yeah, I was like, oh, I guess you can't play this game that these fucking commoners play. I have to go back and see what the actual word was. I was like, either way, though. Yeah. Uh, that was the crowd. Like it totally turned my friends into the worst. And like, eventually they pulled themselves out of it. And like, now they realize it's for fun, like more than anything else, but they were the biggest piece of shits for a while when it came to gaming. Like it was like, yeah. I won't play anything that doesn't have a competitive edge. I think single player games are useless. And then, then of course they got a single player game once everybody else did. And you know, one of those. Here things. we are. Yeah, exactly. Here we are 10 years later, and I have a podcast that minimal, piece of, minimal people listen to, and I'm bitching about it into a microphone. Thank you all so much for listening. We <laughs> yeah. appreciate you. <laughs> all right. Did you say conventional? Was that the word you were using? Yeah, maybe. I don't know what it was. Oh, my God. I don't know. Let's watch some people get hurt, though. Yeah, for real. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so, also, side note that has nothing to do with the show. 
Um, I was <laughs> I was watching Rust videos the other day while I was working midday. Allegedly. And, uh, allegedly. And I was just like, I was like, gosh, I, I'm thinking about our, the house that we built in Rust the other day. I got ch- to pop in and just make sure nobody has raided us. Oh, no. So I, I popped in and we had not yet been raided. I was like, well, while I'm here and we, we cooked up some metal frags, let me just do a little upgrading. So I was in there the other day and I did some upgrading uh, with and, you guys. Oh, I thought you were going to say, and after I upgraded, people thought of it as a threat. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't expand the footprint of our, our base at all. Right. But, but uh, the inside is a little bit nicer. Hmm. Pat, Can just, we? just so you know, I had to kill you and I had to chop up your sleeping bag. You were in the way, I'm sorry. You were in the middle of the fucking room. Nick, quick question. No, yeah. this surprises me. <laughs> I, I, I made a new bag for you. You could probably We got to put spikes on that ceiling. No, there's going to be a second floor. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of second floor and people and rust and people getting hurt and dying. Maybe week. dying. Nick, you want to play um, a song? Oh, okay. Play us into it. Um, another another ones. car one. <laughs> oh, do we have it up already? I have uh, it. Uh, oh shit, you have your own? Yes. I sent you two also. Where? So, they're in the Discord. So if you want, we could have a triple decker. Triple clipper? Just saying. Oh, hold on. I've seen that first one that you sent. That 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 uh, that that going that, for a stroll. That, 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 that. But yeah, I wanted to keep it. This one, this was kind of funny. So, I, all right, let's uh, so, listen. I got a lot I just, in the backlog. If you that can I give me, can of. you give me this camera real quick? You just cut to that. Wrestling isn't real. It's horse oh, shit, God, baby girl. It's a script. Acting. Vince McMahon writes it. Acting. Uh, and <laughs> it's, it's his own it's, personal fan it's, fiction. It's not. It's not a thing. He likes watching oiled up dudes jump all over each other and. uh we do too. So, so don't, here's the clip. don't don't do this because it's not real. You guys ready for this? Oh yeah. I like that this is your disclaimer video. <laughs> oh! oh geez. Oh my god. Uh, so this hurt. dude is in a open <laughs> parking lot. Uh he's standing on San Florida. Yeah. Oh my god. Standing on top of his car and then on the Next to it on the ground is a dude who's laying on a card table, laying on the card table. So, of course, you know, you're going to do the wrestling thing. We're going to dive from the top rope, jump on the uh, the dude laying down. Why and then they do it in a parking lot? Because it's Florida. <laughs> and then this happens. And, like, here's the thing. He jumps off. And, like, <laughs> first of all, that is not the angle you want to hit that guy Went right into uh Right into the A. What what pose would you call this, that? Well, he's about to... Start downward dog. Down dog-esque, yeah. He's going to go from a downward dog to a scorpion real yeah. fast. Oh, like, he scorpions hard. <laughs> right there. And so like, he breaks the table and he just lands and breaks flat his on, face. His fucking on his face. face and his neck. On the and pavement. Like, look at that. Oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. That is straight up... The, the the logo from ridiculousness. It is exactly that is the ridiculousness. No, oh, it sounds like the guy who on the table. Like listen to the sound he makes, and like but listen to the guy behind the camera. Oh fuck! <laughs> we were all thinking it. I mean, he's he's sitting up. He's sitting not there. he's not paralyzed as far as we know. Yeah, he's not paralyzed, but he's definitely thinking he's about his life right choices now. right now. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Give it, give it to me one more time. Give it to me one more time. Oh, in reverse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, that backflip was great. Oh, oh fuck. 
I love the oh fuck. That's the only accurate response that you can actually have for that video. <laughs> oh my god. Whew. Oh, that was good. I like that one. Whew. That was good. Shit. Uh, I don't have time for the other ones today, so I'll but we'll have them for. All next right, week. all right. Should just do like all a right. thirty minute clip of the week one. Day, like yeah, back I've, to got, back. I've got a lot ready to go. All right. So with that said, uh, thanks so much for tuning in this week. Uh, once again, like, comment, subscribe, share with your friends. Uh, and if you're listening to this on any of the major podcast apps, go ahead and leave us a review. And uh, we appreciate you tuning in every single week or just this week. And if you got this far, hats off to you. <laughs> don't jump off your car. <laughs> don't jump off your car. It's not a good idea. It's not the place you want to be. And don't forget, always pull out when you're with 15 guys. Always pull out when you're with 15 guys. <laughs> you never want to leave that shit in. Have a good week, everyone. <laughs>